It's Saturday, it's rock and roll football, and the early kickoff has gone berserk. Leicester were winning 2 1 against Chelsea. Chelsea have just equalised. It's going to be balmy, and it's live. Brace yourselves, it's time for the rock and roll football podcast. It's rock and roll football on Absolute Radio, and the early kickoff between Leicester and Chelsea is absolutely thrilling. There's still about 15 minutes left. Oh, I thought they'd scored again. My word. Um, Matt Dyson has been detained this weekend. We can say no more on the matter, but he has been uh, replaced by Glenn Moore. Hello. Glenn, welcome. Thank you. Thank is you this, for having me. Is this your first time on rock and roll this football? This is my first time on rock and roll football. Oh, what a treat for both of us. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, and you're a Sheffield United fan? Sheffield Wednesday fan. Sheffield but Wednesday. Close, close. Well, I say that, opposite, not close at all. Opposite at all. Geographically, <laughs> not, yes. Not close at all. Mm. Um, Sheffield Wednesday. And what a season. Oh, it must be so frustrating for you to see Sheffield United doing so well. Yeah, but it's that. I mean, especially because I first really started to get in Sheffield Wednesday the year Sheffield Wednesday got promoted over Sheffield United oh, from League One. Um, but also, the thing is with the Championship, it goes either way. Like, you can be third and then one draw later and you're back above <laughs> the relegations. <laughs> it's, like, it's unpleasant. It's volatile. We are currently third in the Championship. Two points off an automatic place. Four points off the top of the league at the moment. Nottingham Forest. So let's see what happens this afternoon. Um... Glenn is now going to, uh, 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 what was the word I'm looking for? Preview. Yeah. All the red-hot Premier League action coming up on the show. Well, we're going to start with the transfer news from last night. Manchester United have one of the bigger last-minute signings taken in striker Odion Igalo from Shanghai Shenhua on loan with no option to buy. You remember him from his previous Premier League days a few seasons back playing for Watford. Before that, he also played for Lynn, the Norwegian side, and not my mother. Hulse Jared <laughs> Bowen has been snapped up by West Ham. £20 million was spent on the Ford for a five-and-a-half-year deal. Nothing, though, to rival previous mid-season deals like Lucas Morris' 2018 move from PSG to Spurs. And who could forget Mido making a dash from Middlesbrough to Wigan just over a decade ago. But as we crashed out of the EU last night, it was the lowest transfer deadline day spent since 2010. Today's fixture news is sponsored by PlayStation 2 Classic Pro Evolution Soccer 3, who have provided us with their unlicensed team names. Could have been an awkward one for N'Golo Conte bumping into his ex, who's doing better than him with West London Blue versus Jamie Vardy's East Midlands today. But it is currently 2-all, though. East Midlands were 2-1 up thanks to goals from Barnes and Chilwell. But centre-back Rudiger has got a brace. Echoes of Mikel Silvestre against Liverpool in 2004, or Sol Campbell against Everton just a year later there. Jefferson Lerma and Diego Rico are expected to feature for Eddie Howe's East Dorsetshire as they play a team hovering perilously <laughs> close to the relegation zone West Midlands Village. At Selhurst Park, South Norwood are at home to Sean Bean's favourite Sheffield side, YH Red Black. The Norwood lads boosted by Patrick Van Arnholt, Andros Townsend and Christian Benteke. Townsend, of course, given a very impressive stat of 90 for dribbling speed in Prevo 2011. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Trad Bricks are hoping to top off a great seven days following a 6-0 giant killing of Tranmere and a 1-0 win against Premier League holders Manchester City in the EFL Cup, the Capital One, the Carling, the Worthingtons, the Coca-Cola, the Rumbelows, the Littlewoods, the Milk Marketing Board, or in 2017, the No Main Title Sponsor Cup. Solskjaer will be hoping to match his managerial form at the end of last season, or the form as a striker that saw him score such an excellent goal in the Champions League more than 20 years ago against German Giants recordmeister. Sadio Mane won't be facing his previous club as the South Coast Hampshire Reds try to put a dent in the hopes of Jurgen Klopp's Merseyside Red, but a real treat for neutrals or fans of the colour red there. And the Magpies time side play Norfolk City not much to say there how long have I got on the clock Matt? Uh, 18 seconds 18 seconds well that's uh, sponsored by Pro Evolution Soccer, Soccer 2003 obviously with the uh, famous front cover of Pierluigi Kalina blowing a whistle just a year after This Is Football 2002 came out showing Rio Ferdinand wearing a nondescript red kit gently passing a ball Oh, oh my yes! word that was phenomenal <sighs> but just to be able to just have did you have different lengths of filler chat there 
No, the, 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 the front covers at the end was very much trying to rely on my uh, my, my knowledge wow. of early PlayStation 2 um, football games. I don't want to slag off Dyson in his absence, but usually when he pulls up short, he would just go, uh, oh, I don't know what to say, uh, it's rock and roll football, we've got rock, we've got roll, we've got football, yeah. <laughs> that was genuine. I've, like... I've learned to speak slower now, I'm going to definitely <laughs> speak. <laughs> oh, Glenn, it's brilliant to have you here, and this early kickoff already, uh, uh, Leicester almost scored twice just in the period that you were talking there. Yeah, I feel, the problem is the TV is behind me, which, uh, as they say, isn't the ideal way to watch football. No, and As always. Cammy has often suffered in the past. From that. <laughs> it's always bad when a comedian is saying that TV is behind them, but I think you've still got plenty ahead. Thanks. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Right, text us on eight twelve fifteen. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Any game anywhere in the UK. The best excuse usually wins the prize, and then it just means as a show we're supporting your team. We do look favourably on teams that are more likely to win. And we're like a secondary school trying to field the kids for the best exams. Yeah, yeah, Trying yeah. to sort of did all the figures here. But whatever whatever your team is playing today at three o'clock, um, and um, if, if you have a particularly good reason why we should support them, let us know, particularly if they're more likely to win. Um, now, it's obviously transfer deadline day yesterday. Uh, Jose Mourinho uh, did a press conference in the week um, where he took on a novel approach. First question, are you expecting any player until the end of the market? First answer, no. <laughs> Let's move. Second question. <laughs> okay. <got> Second question. <laughs> Are you happy with your market? Yes, I am. <laughs> I just sat there and started interviewing himself. Yeah, but well, I mean, no, it's not illegal, is it? So like, everyone was just sat there going, "What do, what do we do?" <laughs> He's sat there watching a man interview himself. Yeah. It's, one of those, it's the sort of thing politicians do. I remember Ed Miliband would do it a lot in interviews where if you got a question he didn't like, he would just ask himself a new question and answer that. But instead of, am I tough enough, am I tuss enough, that was the question am he I wanted to enough? answer. That was the one, yeah, but they'd say, um, do you think the British public trust you with the economy? You'd go, look, if you're asking me, have we got a plan for the housing market, <laughs> then the answer's yes. <laughs> no, we weren't asking you that, but that's really a clever way of yeah, sort of getting Yeah, if you add the word if, then, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not illegal. Look, I think what you're asking me, that's the other thing as well. People yeah. will want to know. What people at home want to know is, and then they pivot and, and answer it in their own way. But a lot of people, that annoys people when people do that. Like when politicians do it, it drives people mad. Um... So, text us on eight twelve fifteen. What are the what would you call them? Conversational ticks or yeah. phrases that people use in chat, in everyday conversation, or on telly that drive you mad? So, a few years ago, over you, well, misuse of the word random was a big one for people. Yeah, um, uh, I hate it on social media where people all and elsewhere will put no at the end of a question so they go that's a good idea no with a question oh, mark oh yeah yeah <laughs> no thanks um, what are the other ones I mean there's so many out there I think now uh, this is bother- I mean not not as a thing I don't get annoyed at say because it was a thing people getting annoyed about a few years ago people get annoyed at selfies I get misuse of the word selfie oh. when they sort of go and Barack Obama was seen taking a selfie no, no a photo was taken of him by another <laughs> that, is, that is known as just photography yes, in yes. general <laughs> like it's, it really really bothers me and they stop for a selfie no, someone took a photo of them. A separate person did. Yeah, so selfies only when you're taking it of yourself. Yeah, they took an Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> it is all as well when people, instead of saying, there's like a new trend where instead of saying what the thing is or what, what the effect is, they just, so instead of saying, oh, it was a laugh, people go, oh, it was jokes. Mm. What do you mean it was jokes? That one drives me berserk. Yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh... 
I think I sound really old. Oh, the revenant was tears. <laughs> Tears as well. It depends how you read it. Uh, text us on 8 12 15. Firstly, Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, why should we support your team in today's three o'clock kickoff? And more importantly, what are the things, the words and phrases that other people use that drive you mad? 8 12 15. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's all over. I was going to say at Filbert Street, at the <laughs> King, at the King Power. Is it the King Power Stadium now? Yeah. yeah. It was the Walkers for a bit. I lose track of these things. Um, what was the final score, Glenn? Well, it was two all late drama, though. Uh, uh, Leicester thought they'd potentially had the uh, the, 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 the opportunity to uh, to score a late winner, but unfortunately, they were denied. Basically, uh, it, uh, uh, Rudy Ganilli went from from hero to zero with what can be described as a blatant handball in the area with a cross that came in from the uh, from the left wing, um, and he he flicked his hands behind him and appeared to sort of push the ball away. Um, in, in an act of defence that the, uh, the referee appeared to just completely deny altogether. <laughs> but I think, because obviously we're all being, if you know, if, you ha- if your hands are behind you, then, you know, you don't necessarily have as sort of much control, but it did look, did look a bit blatant, didn't it? I suppose he's trying to get his hands out of the way, or he's made it look like he's trying to get his hands, who knows? I can't, I lose track of what the actual rules are sometimes, especially mm. with VAR. I think everyone's just like, well, just check VAR just in case. Um, we are asking you to text us on 8 12, 15. Um, Firstly, for the supporters club, we've had a few suggestions. Doncaster, Dundee United, Blackburn Rovers. The best excuse will win and we'll support your team in today's three o'clock kickoff. But in honour of Jose Mourinho, just choosing to interview himself, we're asking you what, what phrases and words that other people use, what conversational gripes do you have? There's a brilliant one here um, from Amanda in Medway. She says, <laughs> I hate it when people pronounce something as something. Yeah, something. that's a... Uh... It's that sort of baby... You know when people go, oh, thanks, thank you. That sort of baby talk. But the K is harder to pronounce than a G. You're putting in more effort, I think. Some think. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's making it hard, hard on yourself. Yeah, it's, it's angry. People are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> what ones have you got there, Claire? Uh From Tony. Now, this one, I, I didn't know this was a phrase, but this has actually bothered me. Uh, but it's a really good way to, to win an argument. Sorry you lost your temper, mate. Oh! I was, no, you can't come oh. back from that. I'm sorry you lost uh, your temper. I'm really sorry that you lost your oh, temper. Oh, that made me cold inside. Yeah. Let's have a physical th- nervous I reaction. Think the, like the per- I think the perfect way to win an argument, so if, like, if you're arguing with someone like in public and other people would see, yeah. the best way to win the argument is you turn to everyone around you and you go, I'm sorry about them. Oh! You've oh. won. You've won. Oh, this is dark because <laughs> this is like, this is psychology. <laughs> yeah. This isn't just like people using bad phrases. Yeah. We have already got, I would say, thousands of amazing ones, but keep them coming in on 8 and 12, 15. Rock and roll football. We've had an amazing one in. And of all the ones we've had in, this one really, for me, hits the nail on the head, which may be a phrase that annoys you. Um, <laughs> it said, um, I'm all over it. I hate that phrase. And he said, odious. And he's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm all over it. Anything, you know, that sort of like, sort of slightly macho banter like smashed it. Yeah. Killing it right now. So. Like, why are you talking like an American you fi- sports you person? You filed your tax return. That's what you're, sa- that's <laughs> yeah, what you're yeah, saying yeah. in response to. Smashing it at the moment. Yeah, just killing it all over town, really. So, yeah. All that sort of weird, ma- showy-offy language, I suppose, is what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe, like, the joke is it's supposed to be self-deprecating, maybe. But it doesn't come across like that. Oh, yeah. But it, uh, but it never comes across. It's been, it's been misused. 
We're getting quite a few people, and I think this is because of an absolute radio competition, but people are texting in the word win. But yes. also, yeah. that, is a, that is something I find annoying. Like, it's a very BuzzFeed thing of like, ah, oh, you know, sometimes a person won an Oscar and it was all kinds of win. And you're like, oh! oh. oh. That, that hurts me. I've yeah. that in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep straight. Oh, man. What is wrong with... Why can't people just... T- I mean, obviously, every generation has this. But, like, it's not even that it's, I think, it's young people. Older people talk like this. Mm. It's like an infantilization of language. I suppose it's just trying to be sound cool, isn't it? Yeah, is my, it? My is mommy, that what it is? My mum used to sign off text with laters. But, yeah, but she would say, she'd say... Bye, laters. And it'd be like, no, you've already said bye. So stop it. You've had a flourish. That is, I but love But it was her trying to be cool. And it was, like, it was a very 2004 <laughs> mum attitude. Yeah, but if it's your mum, then to be fair, that then makes it funny again, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. have you got quite a young mum? No, I think she, uh, she'd hate me saying this already. She turned 60 this year. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, so it's in like six months' time. But, <laughs> <laughs> but still, I think, yeah, it's, it's absurd. That's quite young, though, isn't it? 60, really. Mm. These days. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're close but to it than still. I am. Um... <laughs> Laters. But you're closer to your mum than I am. So. Yeah, I think there's... Oh, here's another one that me. Um, a lot of my friends start sentences with this. Uh, they go, um, I think it's one of those things where... And then they get they get into the sentence. Oh. But it's like a little... If it's, there's no content there. If you remove that from a sentence, it's still the same sentence. Ah, yes. And when people go, what it is, right? Yeah. Just tell me what it is. <laughs> tell me what it is. Just go straight in with it. Oh, this is so good. Sod the football. Let's just slag off our fellow men and women. 8, 12, 15. The phrases and... What else? We, phrases and words that people use that drive you mad. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. You only get to do it once. The video to that song is absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen it yet, go on YouTube or Twitter or wherever you can see videos these days. Pretending like I don't know. Go on YouTube, <laughs> that's where it is. Um, and it's Liam Gallagher and Eric Cantona. And it's Cantona miming along to the song in this... I think it's Kenwood House in Hampstead. Mm. But like an empty palace, effectively, it looks like. Reminiscent of uh, Robert Downey Jr. doing Elton John's I Want You know Love. what? That's exactly that's exactly the reference point. Mm. Although I think Downey Jr. does a better job of making it look like he's actually singing it. Yeah, I don't think you could ever be convinced that that's the voice coming out of Eric Cantona's uh, mouth. Certainly not a bearded Cantona. Yeah, yeah. It just looks so <laughs> weird. But that's kind of what's funny about it. And then Liam plays the butler and the chauffeur. Mm. It's kind of just... I imagine they've just done it for a bit of a laugh. Also, I d- Liam Gallagher's got this great ability to, to, despite being dressed as a chauffeur, to look less the least you could ever look like a chauffeur. Man, he he's so ape-like in his... Like, if anyone his ever doubted evolution... His ability to incorrectly wear everything. I mean, there's nothing... You can't point at what's wrong with the outfit. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the outfit. But it's just it just hangs on him in, in the just posture. the... posture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact that he sort of swaggers around. It's yeah. the beard as well. Yeah. He convinces me that evolution is a fact. <laughs> I'm just like, Because he's so far ahead. Oh, he's so far ahead. But, like, <laughs> what I mean, and I'm a huge fan of him, like, he is so. You can sort of see it. Yeah. I think he sort of walks a bit like a monkey. But do you reckon anyways, he was like that he? when he was 10? Yeah, I reckon he was, yeah. <laughs> of course he was, yeah. I walk, I walk, I walk, I walk, yeah. So, Texas on 8, 12, 15. Uh, what are the words and phrases uh, that, that drive you mad? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Glenn Moore. And I'm having a discussion about words and phrases that you don't like. And then um, we've had some amazing answers coming in. And for the Supporters Club, we're going to be supporting Darlington today, who are, support, who are playing Geisley. Um, so that's our team for the three o'clock kickoffs. Keep texting us in the words and phrases that drive you mad to 8 12 15. Rock and roll football. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Glenn Moore. Uh, all the games goalless at the moment in the Premier League and we're following Darlington as well. That's nil-nil. We're still, and please keep them coming in on 8, 12, 15. Words and phrases that people use that drive you mad. There's a great one here. Uh, it says, people without a sense of humour who recycle old phrases that were probably once funny but just won't drop it. Like, dad dancing, man flu, get a room... Beer o'clock! Oh. oh, I love that one. Jack in Sutton. <laughs> Beer o'clock is a brilliant bad phrase. People still say computer says no a lot. And it's like, <laughs> that's what, 15 years? But you know what? That's become a, a, just a real phrase. I've, I've been in serious meetings with mm. people who go, yeah, I mean, you know, we're trying to sort this out, but it's computer says no. And they're not even doing it for a laugh. <laughs> like, oh, this you is... should say to them, did you write that? What's that from? Yeah, is that from Little Britain, <laughs> That's mate? really good. I used to call people out on stuff like that. I go, oh, that's Malin Partridge. I mean, it didn't make me very How many popular. friends did you lose? Yeah. Quite a lot of friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it was jokes, so it didn't matter. Um, the one, that, and I feel really mean-spirited picking this one. <laughs> I feel really mean-spirited picking this one. But, you know, when people are telling a story about something that they think is really funny, and it probably was funny, mm. but they can't tell the story well enough. Yeah. And they know you're not laughing. So, anyway, we got, we got out of camp, right? The, the, the driver's, he's doing his nut. And you're still not laughing. Anyway, right? He drives off. We just left there, right? The two of us, right? And I told you, we've got no still And then we go, anyway, we were cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that thing they have to go. We were laughing at the time. Yeah, so you I should find, be too. And you, want to, you want to say to him, like, if this was a YouTube video, I'd be hovering my mouse over the video to see how long's left of <laughs> <with> this story. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. Have you got any there that have uh, caught your eye? Uh, yeah, someone said, uh, live my best life. <gasps> That's from Frank. That's uh, that, that, that hurts. Um, <sighs> we've just had it written down in the studio, Simples, which was a horrible one, which was thrown around a lot. Uh, I completely agree with this. This is an anonymous message. Uh, men saying we're pregnant. <gasps> no, it is fully, it is fully the person carrying the baby is pregnant. You know what? It that, is 100% now. <laughs> That's one of the phrases where it will have started off with the best of intentions. Oh, absolutely. Probably some antenatal classes. You know what? It's probably nice to think as a couple that you're pregnant. Mm. It's one of those things that history will damn that phrase. Yeah, yeah. They say <laughs> men went so far, at some point, they were claiming to be pregnant. No wonder we had a revolution. It's the sort of thing that's going to drive the future insane. Living my best life is really good because so few people who use it are. (laughs) You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. There's a goal in the Premier League. Glenmore. Watford 1, Everton 0. Adam Messina just on the 10-minute mark. Watford deep into the relegation zone at the moment, so this could help them out quite a lot, but it's quite embarrassing for Everton, who are sitting mid-table. Very embarrassing indeed. Uh, Chris Kamara is watching that game for rock and roll football. Uh, Cammy, what was the goal like? You wouldn't believe it, Fordy! <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want to ask him a question, Glenn? Uh, yeah. Um, well, just get some sound levels. What did you have for breakfast this morning, Chris? Sorry, I was loving the show so much, I wasn't concentrating on the game. What happened there? I don't know, dude. Some people have suggested that Cammy only ever speaks to us using three or four phrases. <laughs> the, the deeply cynical um, listeners that yeah, we sometimes... He hasn't got a string on his back, has he? He's a, you know, he's a... No, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, he's got other stuff he can say. 
Yeah, exactly. Have, have you got a string on your back, Cammy? You wouldn't believe it, Fordy! Mm. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. If yeah. he did have a string on his back, I wouldn't if believe you it. If he's there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a great text here about um, words and phrases that annoy people. Um... Office slash call centre management speak makes me sick. For example, touch base. Mm. Let's park that for now. I need solutions, not pain points. Don't speak to me ever again if you use any of these phrases. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Touch base is horrible. Park that for now is awful. Because you wouldn't even say that in a car context, would you? Let's park this car. Let's park this for now. and then. Yeah, you wouldn't, you'd never say that. <laughs> You'd never talk about your car like that. Oh, it's that. so annoying. Stick a pin in that, people say, don't they? Yeah, that's bad. Particularly when using effigies. <laughs> <laughs> Witches use it a lot. Who should, who should we physically harm? Let's stick a pin in that and um, move on to that car. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Big news in the Championship. Nottingham Forest are winning 1-0, which is very exciting, away at Birmingham City. Uh, keep texting us in the, the words and phrases that drive you mad. Annette in Bourne has said, guys, for me, it's the misuse of the word literally. For example, mm. when someone says, oh, my God, I literally died. Well, no, you obviously didn't. There needs to be something done about these kind of people, <laughs> says Annette. <laughs> what sort of country are we becoming if we're not careful? Um, I, I mean, I, I saw Pretty Patel on the news the other day at Liverpool Station, the mm. Home Secretary, giving an interview about county lines, gangs, Mm-hmm. Any sort of crackdown I'm a sucker for. Any crackdown on a gang. Mm. Oh, I love Crack, a good... Crackdown's a word that isn't really used in oh. general chat, is it? It's very newsy. Yes, you're right. You would never say it around the house. You no. You just crack down on that mould. dust, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, she said, um, we can literally cut the head off the Hydra. I thought, wow. <laughs> yeah, where is it? Do it live on Skype <laughs> now. And it is... <laughs> That would have been great. Would that would that guarantee a party got into power if they killed an enormous sea creature that up till then we didn't know about? It would, well, so yeah. even if you disregarded the party's policies, you go, but they killed that big snake. Yeah, they cut both its heads off. Yeah, <laughs> Corbyn wouldn't have done that, would he? He'd have probably been mates with it. They'd have said. Um, Texas on eight twelve fifteen are the words and phrases that drive you mad. Rock and roll football. Another goal in the Premier League, Glenn Moore. Not, not one, but two. The goals are coming thick and fast now. 42, 44 minutes in, uh, we saw our third goal. Philip Billings put Bournemouth ahead against Aston Villa. Bournemouth won, Aston Villa nil. Watford, Everton, meanwhile, it's now 2 0 Watford. Roberto Pereira now doubling their lead. Oh, there's another goal in the another Bournemouth game. Bournemouth! Good grief. 2 0 against <laughs> Aston Villa now. Oh, good grief. It's craziness. Oh, I love it. Even more goals in our life. Glenn, what is happening? Oh, it's a certified bonanza map. That's what it is. <laughs> All the teams desperate to get their goals in just before half-time. West Ham, it's now 2-0. 2-0 against Brighton with Robert Snodgrass getting their second goal there. Bournemouth second that we mentioned just before the song was Nathan Arke got that goal. And Watford, Everton. Everton are now pulled one back. It's now 2-1. That's thanks to Yerry Mina. This Good is grief. absolutely pandemonium. What happens next? Find out. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. More footballing insanity. They're flying in everywhere, Glenn. I know. There's a, well, there was another one just before. This was just before half time. Now, it was Watford Everton, 
And Watford were 2-0 up at one stage. It's now 2-all. A double from Yerry Mina pulled it back. And both of Everton's goals came from stoppage time. He got a brace in the space of about a minute. 45 plus 1, 45 plus 2. Love it so much. Um, We're supporting Darlington today as part of our supporters club. How are they getting on? Uh, It's not a great one. They're currently a goal down against Geisley. Um, But they're currently sitting uh, 7th in the league. But Geisley three places below them. So they really are going to want to win that. But having said that, even a, a win from Darlington won't necessarily propel them higher up the table but oh. it would still be nice for them to have and we would like them to win just for our own stats another goal in the Premier Good League Greek. Brighton now okay <laughs> right. is, is, yeah, I, 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 oh and Liverpool Liverpool 1-0 up now again Southampton they're absolutely flying in Liverpool really securing their place at the top of the Premier League. It's going absolutely crazy, but good. This is incredible. I can't remember so many goals. If you take those last couple of minutes before half-time and then the first couple of minutes of the second... They really waited. It wasn't until about 39 minutes in that they started to think, you know what, this is our job. (sighs) Obviously, it was um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain for Liverpool as well. Yeah. Nice for him. Great return he's having. Um... Obviously, it was transfer deadline day yesterday. The the January one's never quite as exciting as the summer one. No, it'd be weird if it was. You don't get the same amount of money getting chucked about. Which is still, I still, uh, uh, even now, when I'm 37, when I see the amount of money thrown around, I feel very old. Oh, yeah. Say, oh, this can't be right. It's not <laughs> spending this amount of money on people. There's people going hungry. It's that it's that accumulator as well, which just tells you how many pounds have just been spent <laughs> overall. And you go, well, how can you put that into context? Oh, it's so garish, the whole thing. But it is also brilliant, brilliant television, obviously. Um, some wonderful uh, deadline day memories from years gone mm. by. Pete's Road and Wingy, probably the... The That's still the ultimate classic one. You get you get your good the, the good memories and then the good funny memories. Like because in terms of good memories, I remember going to bed once of Ashley Cole as oh, sorry. Let's yeah, yeah, uh, put this into context. What a scoop! At, going to bed with with comma Ashley Cole as a as a fullback for Arsenal. I and mean, when I woke up, he he'd moved to Chelsea, and that was wow. bananas. Because I remember going to bed. It was about half eleven that I'd gone to bed, and nothing nothing had changed. And then suddenly he was a, 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 a his rival club the next day. Man. That but was then, but then you get Wokeman Trump had been elected. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? That wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> Having not known there was an election in the first place. <laughs> but so yeah, you were going to say, and then you get so, the other and stuff. Then you get, and then you get the genuinely really entertaining ones, and the ones you do feel sorry for because it's like it's having a job interview fall through, but it's on the news. Well, last night Anthony Robinson, who plays for Wigan, was on the verge of a move to AC Milan, which is like. With the greatest respect to Wigan, which is part of the country I love, mm. and the Wiganer pub is one of the best pubs in Britain. Um, if you're playing for Wigan Athletic and yeah. you get a move to AC Milan, that is like, imagine all month what it'd have been like on the training ground. Because even though, AC, yeah. in our heads, I think we still feel AC Milan are like 2005 AC Milan. They're not. They're not no, anymore. But they're However, still... it's still AC Milan. They've still got yeah. the name. In the same way that Man United still aren't the Man United. Yeah. Of... But Forest. Oh, please. It's still, the, um, it's still the big deal. Yeah. There have been people playing for that team. Gone, Anthony, do you want to come round? I'll tell you what, why don't we do, why don't we do dinner um, first weekend in February? And he began, yeah. well, I'm not sure I can, can't say can too much. Can you afford the flights? I don't know why I'm presuming that everyone <laughs> who plays for Wigan has the local accent when that's just not the case anymore, is it? Yeah, I, 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 you feel bad, because I think you can tell if a transfer's insane if you looked at it the other way around. That if, if Wigan were bagging a player from AC Milan, you'd go, what? 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 Yes, really? yeah, yeah. You did all right. Because Forrest started signing players from Benfica. You go, mm. what is going on here? But yeah. you know, <laughs> I think AC Milan have been looking at young talent in the championship and lower. Yeah. Well, we say looking at young talent, not really necessarily making the moves. Just having a look. Yeah. Just have a, they're just like a look. They like to watch um, football. Crikey. Yes, yeah, yeah. This has been the most innuendo-laden <laughs> link. 
<laughs> right, I'm going to play a song before getting any more trouble. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Jim White is on his way to the studio for My Sports News. There's a regular slot we have on the show. Slot? That is so old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, my, Matthew's got a slot on the radio where he does his skits. Oh, can't believe it. I genuinely, th- you know, I don't, ne- I don't think I am convinced of reincarnation, but I think I was an old man in a... Do you reckon? I mean, although... But that, it would have meant being an old saying. man in, like, the early 80s, you know, yeah. you would have been old in the early 80s. So you an early 80s old man? I think so, yeah. Are you like Uncle Albert? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know where I get the, la- you know what it is, is I don't usually talk like that. It's when I then turn the microphone on, I'm like, oh, we've got this regular slut. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with me? We have a feature, that's what the young ones call it, yeah. Uh, just a bit of bants. Mm. Just just a weekly We've had a fair few messages about the word bants as well. It is wrong. Um, yes, called My Sports News, where yes. um, our listeners send in their personal sports news from the week. So it could be a goal they scored at five a side. It could be uh, they threw a bottle into a bin, mm-hmm. first time, got it straight in there. Could be anything. Could be they took their son or daughter to watch football for the first time. Just anything personal that falls into the sporting realm. Usually quite tenuous. Yes, of course. And then Jim White from Sky Sports News comes in and reads them out. And what a treat. It's like meeting Santa. But it's like it's like Sky Sports News. Yeah. <laughs> but my sports news, that's kind of where we got it from. Um so text us on eight twelve fifteen. What is your personal sports news from the week? Um Glenn, if you've got any, feel free I mean, just don't text in. Just tell me. Uh, yeah, tell me yeah, in yeah. A That's one of the benefits of working here. You get to move around that charge. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Right, brace yourself for this. <laughs> I'm a personal favourite. <laughs> There's so much going on. Glenn Moore, make yeah, sense of it for us, please. Updates. Well, I mean, a, a lot of goals. One sending off. Jefferson Lerma sent off for Bournemouth on his return. They are still 2-0 up against Aston Villavo. 3-1 West Ham against Brighton. A second goal from Robert Snodgrass. That's after Brighton managed to pull one back, thanks to an own goal from Ogbonna. Sheffield United, it's 1-0 against Crystal Palace. That's an own goal from the London side's goalkeeper, Vicente Guaita. Liverpool are now 2 up. Jordan Henderson getting the second against Southampton. Two England players getting the goals there. Jordan Henderson and uh, Alex Otsay Chamberlain. Now, our club that we're supporting for the day, Darlington, they yes. are unfortunately now, they're now 2 0 down oh. to Geisley. I'm trying to argue in the last half hour of the show that maybe we switch our support to oh. Geisley. A future in politics awaits. <laughs> Michael Gove. Oh, come on, mate. We've got to stick with him. I know, I know. Imagine come on. if they pull it off. Time. Uh, yeah, it'd be crazy. 2 0 down, but they can do it. Got about 20 minutes left to turn this round. Um, text us for one in, one out, 8 12 15. What one thing would you get rid of in modern football? And what one thing from football back in the day would you bring back? Danny Ings has revealed how he's um, Pilates and having a personal yeah. chef to have propelled him to new heights. The personal chef thing is just such a game changer. It would change anyone's life. Oh, man. But I wouldn't have them cooking. What would you have them make? What, just the healthiest but most delicious thing because then you don't have to bother doing it and you can go, look, force me to have, force me to have this healthy stuff. Oh, that's a really good point. I just have curry all day. <laughs> but they can make you a really, really healthy one. You go, right, that for every single meal and then it'll be there and you don't have to do anything. That's a really yeah, good... Yeah, I know. We need to get signed. We need. Come <laughs> oh, no, on, let's get. Let's get a. Per- if you're a personal chef, no, we can't do that, can we? They could come in and cook for us. 
Is that mad? Yeah, the kitchens but, here aren't really fully equipped enough. There's, there's a microwave yes, and a hot if, tap. If you're a personal chef who uh, specialises in micro meals, <laughs> then uh, two drops of text on 8-12-15. See, back in the day, instead of having a personal chef, people just had, like, a fat mate that, like, five bellies. Jimmy Five Bellies, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, like, a really unhealthy individual. Like that, uh, yeah, the, the equivalent of a devil on your shoulder. That's what they were. They were, like, the opposite of a chef. They were, like, now they need, like, yeah. virtuous people in their lives. Back then, it was just a mate to get drunk with. Yeah, Jamie Vardy's got like a specialist chef who gives him Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell. Yeah. I'm such an idiot. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Last time, it was unbelievable. I can't believe I'm saying this again, but brace yourself again. There's so much action, I can't keep up. Even with a weird noise, I can still tell it's Dyson. Just (laughs) from a mile off. Right, where do we begin? Liverpool are now three up. That thanks to Mo Salah now. Now, this one would put them 22 points ahead of nearest challengers, Man City, who do have a game in hand. But that's more points than Norwich have managed uh, all season. Uh, Habwana Samata has got one for Aston Villa. It's now Bournemouth 2, Aston Villa 1. They're really taking advantage of that Lerma red card earlier. Meanwhile, another sending off. Fabian Delph is off for Everton. They're 2 all with Watford. So we're looking at a very nervous final quarter there. And West Ham 3, Brighton 2. Pascal Groth pulling one back for the Seagulls there. Very, oh. very intense second halves we're seeing here. Match of the day tonight, mate. Good grief. Oh, get a curry in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere because who knows what's going to happen in the next few seconds. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. You are not going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening, Glenn? Well, West Ham were 3-1 up against Brighton. It is now 3-0. What a last few minutes for the Seagulls. My first name sake, Glenn Murray, silencing the critics there with an equaliser. Absolutely incredible scenes going into the last few minutes. 3-0 West Ham and Brighton. How has that happened? Absolutely thrilling action. Jim White is here. It's time to cross live to the My Sports News Centre. Welcome to May Sports News, all your personal sports news from the week, Natalie. To kick off this week's My Sports News, we're celebrating with Tina Bruce, who's finished hashtag Red January, having run 190 kilometres. My Sports News would like to congratulate everyone who took part in the brilliant challenge. Breaking news from Luke Mustor, who's been hashtag living his best life. In a statement, Luke said, I've got out of bed twice today, both... For bourbons. Unclear if he meant the whiskey or the biscuit. Well, My Sports News have an exclusive <laughs> from producer Brendan. He has been given a new exercise in his weekly appointment with his physio called Ice Skaters, where he has to jump from side to side in quite a lively manner. On trying this for the first time in his actual gym, he distinctively saw people laughing at him. Thanks very much, Sarah. Our very own Matt Ford got to meet two of his Forest Turtles on Sunday. He interviewed Michael Dawson and Joe Worrell for his Forest podcast, Reservoir Red Dogs. Ford spoke exclusively to my sports news and said that Dawson and Waddle were gentlemen, very funny, and he's dreamt about them every night since. Nothing unusual about that. (laughs) (laughs) He assures me it's absolutely true. (laughs) It's very odd because I'm now talking about myself, but doing someone else's voice (laughs) whilst describing my actual life 
There's something quite surreal about this, but they were both lovely guys, both very intelligent, blessed with a surreal sense of humour and great company. Join us next week for a slightly less surreal My Sports News. Rock and roll football. I'm not even going to tell you to brace yourself. This sound says it all. This sound says even more. <laughs> Glad, what's happening? Well, Liverpool in complete control, building on their Premier League points tally. Salah getting his second of the game to put them now four ahead of Southampton. That's Liverpool four, Southampton nil. Theo Walcott in the last couple of seconds has put Everton now 3-2 up uh, in, in their game against Watford. Uh, really damaging Watford's hopes of getting out of the relegation zone there. And uh, bad news for Darlington. Geisley have now scored a third. That is Darlington oh, nil, Geisley no! three. No! Never, it's never too late. Can they can they get th- at least three goals in added on time? <laughs> oh, it's just it reflects badly on us all. That's the problem. Yeah, so it says a lot about <laughs> the state of the game. Well, let's see. This has been one of the most incredible days in the Premier League for ages, and that's saying a lot. So who knows what happens in these final closing minutes? We'll keep you up to date on all the Premier League action. The odds are there's going to be another goal, apart from the fact that I've just said that, which means probably won't be. Blown it. Blown it. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Final whistles blowing across the country. Glenn, what are the final and latest scores in the Premier League? Leicester City 2, Chelsea 2. Oh, this is lovely. You do like proper classified football. Absolutely. Aston Villa 1, Crystal Palace 0, Sheffield United 1, Liverpool 4, Southampton 0, Newcastle United 0, Norwich City 0, Watford 2, Everton 3, West Ham United, 3. Brighton and Hove, Albion, 3. Darlington, nil. Geisley, 3. A sad result to oh, end on Darlington, Geisley. Absolutely Geisley. gutted. Absolutely gutted for Darlington. I'm sorry. Great I feel, opening few minutes. I feel like it's our fault. I always feel when we champion a cause, we should get a result for them. Yeah. And we really haven't. Um, <laughs> on a lighter note, on a lighter note, we were asking you about what words and phrases really annoyed you, and... Uh, I love this one. Someone's gone, this is Ian in Hoddesdon. Legend is now an overused phrase. It has mm. gone from that guy is a legend because he pulled a sword out of a stone to returning home with an unexpected pack of sharing crisps. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, is, it, that, to me, is a legend. Ian, I kind of, I know what you mean. Yeah. I overuse it a lot. I, I think, think that's why uh, I feel sensitive. Bag of Vance, I think, was the turning point. It wasn't, it wasn't legendary. <laughs> it was a goal for no one had heard of. <laughs> but do you, um, do you... Do you, are there any words and phrases that you overuse? Because I, I slag all these things off, but I'm like, I definitely use legend too much. I think so. I, my, my issue is I keep starting... So I start sentences with, but... Um, and I say it so often, oh. but I kept it going, but, um, but eventually my friends started to add tsh on the end, and it was <laughs> ruining my oh, life. I love it. I love it. But it would ruin your life. <laughs> it would ruin your life. It's one of those awful things where... It's the sort of thing where we would have this conversation outside of a studio. Okay. It's the sort of thing where is one of the ones I highlighted oh, earlier. Oh, so no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> the sort of thing where, and also, um, in terms of, I overuse. Yeah, in terms of doesn't really have any meaning. Uh, ne- neither does uh, that may or may not be the case. And it's like, well, thanks for highlighting both of the only two possible options there are. <laughs> It's so true, but it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here today, Glenn. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's been a, it's, I've really enjoyed myself. That's the final whistle. Oh. It means it's all over. See you next week. Rock and roll football.
Podcast done. Oh, good grief. Good grief. Good grief.